Hi, welcome to In Bed with Nikki. My name is Nikki, and if you've been here before, welcome back. (laughs) And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and fantasies that people have. Reading from my emails directly and anonymously sent to me, together we explore everyday people just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from that local pastor that you know has a kinky side. I could be reading from your local librarian who likes to slut it up on the weekends. I even could be reading from your high school teacher. You know the one, the one you used to masturbate to. You just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic confessions, fantasies, stories, questions, feel free to send them to Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, at DearNikki.com, or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram with really bad dad jokes and some sexy thoughts for the day at D-Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, 162. And just remember, by submitting a story or question, you certify the following are true. You are the sole creator of the submission. You are 18 years of age or older, legally able to write, submit erotic or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage roleplay, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired. And you're releasing all rights to your creation. Don't forget to vote for me at the ASN Lifestyle Magazine Awards for Best Adult Podcast and Best Lifestyle Podcast. You can vote once a day. That's every 24 hours. Voting ends July 31st. And you know what? My hotel's booked. My flights are booked. And I'm going to be there. I hope to see you there too. Need a little more, Nikki? $5 a month gets you an extra episode every Friday early access to this one, and sometimes a little surprise. Do you want more of me? I know you do. Go to patron.com forward slash in bed with Nikki and sign up now. I know you want me. Summer's here. Do you have your gear? I know I do. Go to fullswabshop.com forward slash in bed with Nikki for all my dirty, dirty little secrets. Just remember, fullswapshop.com forward slash in bed with Nikki for all your discreet to naughty kinks. Tell them I sent you. So the other day I was looking at where everybody is from and I've noticed there are lots of Caribbean islands that I've been to and that I solely really do miss. St. Martin, Jamaica, the Dominican Republic, uh, Trinidad and Tobago or Tobago. I, I've had that conversation before. Uh, all the British islands in Curacao. I absolutely am in love with Curacao. You have the the dry desert area, which I find fascinating. And then you have the hustle bustle on the other side. It's just, if you've never been to Curacao, you really, really should go. It's definitely just, it's amazing. I've been to both sides and as much as I, for the longest time, I've only been to the the nice, pretty, you know, city side. And then the last time I was there, I went to the desert side. And it's amazing, the art on the mountain. I, I, I can't remember the artist that did it, but absolutely fucking amazing. And I cannot wait till 
things open back up and, and going down there. I really need to stay a week down there. So somewhere I really do. And not, I love to travel. So, you know, if you have a hotel that would love to have me there, let me know. I, I'm ready to travel. So ready to get out there and travel again. I think I'm like the rest of you. I have cabin fever here. <laughs> but there's one that caught my eye. And it's not in the Caribbean, but it's on my bucket list. And everybody thinks I'm a completely nuts. Antarctica. Whoever you are, or whoever the group you are. Hello, Antarctica. I want to see Antarctica. I there's just something about it. Maybe it just seems so cool and crisp and all my friends joke and open their icebox and throw ice across the floor or just, you know, put my head in there and say, look, there's Antarctica. I'm like, that's not Antarctica. So hello, Antarctica. Thank you for listening. Actually, thank you for every location that's listening to me. Every one of you mean something to me. And don't feel free to reach out and say hello and tell me why you're there and sell me on your country. I'm looking for something new to visit as soon as I can. Um, I'm done, not done with the US. I love my country, but I would like to have, again, when we can, I have a bit of travel lust and I want to explore. So locals, show me your area, send me some photos, email me a postcard or mail me a postcard and tell me about a hotel I should stay in in your area and what I should see from a local standpoint. I don't really like to do the touristy shit, so local only, please. You can send your postcard, by the way, to 1750 Jefferson Street, box number 104674, Jefferson City, Missouri, 65109. It's also in the show notes every time. So if you get lost or can't find it, it's there or didn't have a pen and you're driving and listening to me, it's there. Also, you can email me, Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com, and I'll send it to you. It's not a big deal. Dear Nikki, all I can say is, wow, your podcast is the best. So sexy, so raw, so hot. And you, my friend, are incredible. Your voice may be the sexiest voice I've ever heard. Just listening to you speak turns me on. Then hearing you read and comment on the stories is the best thing I've heard on any podcast ever. Can I say I love you? I'm physically disabled and I can tell you without a doubt you help me just doing what you're doing. Have you ever had sex with a guy with disabilities? Could you? Would you? Just wondering. Well, I'm hooked on you and your show and look forward to your post on Instagram and new shows. Keep up the great work you're doing. I'll be listening faithfully. Stay well, stay sexy. Love ya, Buck. XOXO. Hello, Buck. How are you? <laughs> to answer your question, um, no, I have never been with somebody with disabilities, but I have been hit on with someone with disabilities. He was actually blind and he had an extreme foot fetish. Very, very extreme foot fetish. Like he could only get it hard if you were being really nasty with your feet, um, like wanted to be really punished. Sorry, gentlemen. Kicked in the balls, ball torture, that kind of thing. That's the only way he could get it up. And so, so because he was unable to get it up unless it was foot and he... The way he explained it to me is he wasn't interested in physical sex anymore. He was just interested in foot 
you know, uh, fetish and foot torture, like a ball torture, and just being very, very graphic. And I'm trying to be very discreet here with him, because uh, I'm not sure if he's a listener or not. However, since he was unable to physically perform for me, because, you know, I'm a girl, I have girl parts, I need a good fucking. And from what he explained to me, that just wasn't going to happen. I was only ever going to get oral. And, you know, that probably would have been good, maybe for the first time or not. And But I don't know, the more I thought about it, the more I get aroused. And once I get aroused, you can ask my lover, I get very aggressive, and I just need to be fucked. So it just wasn't going to work out. So no, that is the only opportunity that I remember that I could have been with somebody with disabilities. It didn't bother me that he was blind. That wasn't a turnoff for me. But what was, was it was a one way street. It felt like very much like it could have been a selfish lover. So no, it soon as I found that out, I was out. So no, I don't have a problem with people with disabilities. It does not bother me. However, you know, it can't be a one-way street. It has to be a give and take. And besides, my lover says I'm quite taken. You know what time it is. It's time to sit back, relax. Let's enjoy some Woodford, with some filthy cherries, of course, and explore erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, I'm a married man with no action at my house. My wife works, watches videos, and goes to bed. I decided to go to the local adult club to visit the arcades for a release. Little did I know that I accidentally opened the door to one of the rooms. There was a couple in there. I apologized, closed the door, and walked away. I was really embarrassed. Anyways, maybe ten steps after that moment, she yelled at me and said, Hey, Come here. I turned around and she asked if I wanted to watch some porn with her and her husband. I said yes. She was rubbing her pussy. He was stroking his cock and playing with her nipples. I started to jack off and within a minute, she was sucking my cock and he was fucking her doggy style. It was incredible. She let me come on her tits and her husband shot his load on her ass and crack. It was the most fun I've ever had. Floyd. Well, hello, Floyd. How are we? I'm kind of guessing that this arcade didn't have Pac-Man. Did I just name my age? Or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Are arcades still around? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you were to enter this type of arcade, not the one with the Ninja Turtles, would you go back? Would you go back and watch a couple play with themselves? Would you watch him fuck her? Would you watch her fuck her? Or any kind of dynamic that we can put here? Would you explore it with them? Would you come on her tits if she begged you? Would you come on him if he begged you? Hmm. I'm gonna be honest here. When I first read the word arcade, I definitely thought, okay, which machine are they gonna bend over? You know, is it gonna be one of the popular ones up front or one of the crappy ones in the back, right? <laughs> Here's the thing. Obviously, it's not a glory hole like Darcy pointed out in my notes, but it's kind of hot. She told him to come here. So if you accidentally walked into a room and not necessarily like an adult room like this, what if you happened to enter the wrong hotel room, which I tried to do in St. Louis, my key card wouldn't work. Obviously, I mean, I tried like four times and my it was like, dee, dee, dee. I got the little red little thing. Yeah, I tried to enter the room four different times. But here's the thing. If some, if you were in my shoes and someone opened the door and you can clearly tell they were fucking, would you join in? 
Would you join them on the couch? Would you watch from the room? Would you watch from a distance? And then go back to yours and masturbate? Or would you join in on the fun and come? Now that didn't happen to me. It was just, I tried twice and ended up going one more door down and got into the right room. But it's a thought, isn't it? Hmm. Something to think about, I think. Would you? Could you? I know I would have. Dear Nikim, hello, I love your readings. And here's my story. I love wearing lingerie, wearing panties 24-7. At home, I'm in a bra and panties and usually wear girls' clothes. So shopping has been a challenge for me. So one day, I built up some courage and went shopping for myself, not for my girlfriend as usual. So there I was in a department store filled with my bags with dresses, skirts, shirts, tops, leggings, bras and panty sets, swimsuits, bikinis, and went into the fitting room. The lady at the fitting room looked at the selection at my bag, stared at me for a few seconds, that felt like an hour, and then pointed out the male section of the fitting room. So I went in. As I walked in with those obviously girly clothes on my hands, every person in there was staring at me. My heart was pounding. So I closed myself in a cabin, shutting the heavy drape. As I undressed to my panties, my cock became very hard. I would feel the cool air against my skin, my heart pounding, and my breathing fast. I was so aroused. I started with the bra and panty set, lacy red thong set with silk details. It felt amazing on my skin. Then I drawn on a shiny black PVC skirt with a silky shirt. It was just a little tight, enough to show my panty lines and the outline of my hard cock. The shirt was a little see-through, showing the shadow of my red bra. I looked at myself in the mirror, enjoying my new look, posing, making faces. I did the same with every piece, trying different combinations and sets. It felt amazing. So I picked the ones I liked most, returned to the ones I did not like, to the sales lady at the fitting room, who tried her best to fake a smile at me as she picked the returning clothes and finally went home feeling a sense of accomplishment while planning my next shopping trip. Eris. Hello, Eris. Oh, I I hope I'm really not butchering your name. (laughs) I like the way it's rolling off my tongue. (laughs) Kudos to you and fuck her, right? I'm so very proud that you took that step out and pushed your boundaries. I It thrills me to no end when I read somebody that's actually took that step, regardless what it is, as long as it's safe and consensual. I really hope this gives courage to somebody else in your shoes to take that leap. Over the years, I have spoke to many men, and I've actually helped them go on their shopping spree. Um and do the things that you're talking about, not touching themselves that I never entered the, um, the dressing room for them. I always wanted that to be their first thrill and to do it alone, to capture that moment, to live in that moment and actually really look at themselves. Ladies and gentlemen, not that you would be into necessarily what Eris, Eris is into, But look how brave he was, she was, embracing herself, embracing that side, 
taking it all in and owning it, not being afraid of that box, not putting themselves in that box. Because remember, you can only grow as far as the box will let you. But if we step outside and live outside our box, our growth is limitless. It really can go sky high and even further. Dare I say to the moon and back? (laughs) What is the thing that you need, that you desire, and you just don't know how? What is holding you back? Remember, we always say it's okay to just keep it in fantasy. Most of you, that's all it will ever be. And most times, this is all probably for Eris, this is all it will ever be. But he still kept it private, but public, in a private way, a very safe way. Could you reach for your desires like he's done? I know I have. There's a few more I want to. And I'm really hoping my lover wants to. What about you guys? I'd really like to know. Dear Nikki, I used to attend college in the northern Midwest, and on weekends, drinking, partying, and hooking up was all the norm. One Saturday in October, I attended a frat party. They were having a huge beer pong tournament. 64 teams, 2,000 cash prize for winning. Everyone had to register for the tournament individually. So once they had 128 people register, they wouldn't take any more. Then they randomly drew teams. Whoever you are drawn with is your partner for the whole tournament. In order to sign up for the tournament, you had to sign a document. It basically was all the house rules. Most of them were fairly normal. No bouncing. If both teammates get their balls in cups, they get to go again. If both get the ball in the same cup, it counts as three. Things like that. But there was one particular rule on there that said, if your team gets skunked, which means you lose without even having a sunk a ball into any cups across from you, you have to strip naked and streak across the street, then press your bare ass to the rival frat house across the street. Of course, just about everyone questioned that rule or thought it was a joke. However, the host confirmed that it was a legitimate rule and that if you don't agree to that and the rest of the rules, you can't play. There was even a line that stipulates if you refuse to streak after getting skunked, you agree to pay $1,000 to the house president. I went ahead, signed the document, knowing that it's incredibly rare to get skunked in a game. Partners were drawn and my partner was Sally. She was a spunky blonde girl that I had never met before. She was really cute and seemed to have a great personality. She was wearing a baggy sweatshirt and sweatpants, so I couldn't really get an idea of her body. We exchanged pleasantries and got ready for the tournament. Our turn wasn't for a while, so we had a few hours to hang out and get to know each other for a bit. Finally, it's our turn and we're facing off with a team that consists of the president of the fraternity and another member of the chapter. They were clearly good friends, which made us a little nervous. We played paper, rock, scissors to see who goes first. We lost. So our opponents went first. They both took their shots, each ball going into separate cups, which means they got their balls back. They go again, this time getting the same cup, which means we have to remove three cups and they get their balls back again. Suddenly we're losing 10 to 5 and we haven't even had a chance to go yet. They both shot and came up again, three cups removed, balls back. We are now down 10 to 2. The first guy shoots and he sinks it. The second guy goes, but he misses. So we're down 10 to 1 and finally get to shoot. I talk to Sally and tell her we probably aren't going to win, but we got to sink at least one so we don't get skunked. She agrees and takes her shot. 
The ball bounces across three to four different cup rims, but finally falls to the table. I take my shot. It bounces off of one rim and starts rolling around another before falling on the table as well. I hang my head and roll the balls back to our opponents. Immediately, they both grab their balls, shoot in unison, and they both sink them in the one remaining cup. We just got skunked. Everyone erupts, cheers, knowing what happens next. I kind of thought it was a joke, but it was clear it wasn't. I looked at Sally. My face is beat red. Sally looks at me and says, whatever. She kicks off her shoes and socks and looks at me and nods as if to say, come on, man, get with it. I start to remove my shoes and then she lifts her sweatshirt over her head, revealing an incredible body. She had a very athletic build with abs, toned arms, and two perky breasts hiding beneath a lavender lace bra. She removes her pants, showing that incredible body that isn't limited to her top half, very toned and divine legs. This girl spends a lot of time in the gym. We are both down to our underwear now. We look over and ask if that is good enough since it's October in the North. We are told no, it has to be naked. Sally rips off her bra. Her breasts were so perfect, it was hard to breathe. This, of course, creates an instant bulge in my underwear, and everyone is starting to notice it. Comments from everyone are coming in at a fast pace. Sally looks at my bulge, looks at me, smiles, and immediately pulls my underwear to the ground, revealing my now hard cock to everyone at the party. Cheering and yelling ensues. Sally finally pulls down her underwear, and she's completely shaved, and I couldn't help but stare at her pussy. She had an Audi, is the best way to describe it. It was so fucking hot. Finally, the time comes for us to streak. We run out the door and across the street. Sally grabs my hand as we run. We get to the other side and press our asses to the house. We hold them there for three seconds. We count together. Three, two, one, still holding hands. We start to run towards the street and we see some cars coming. So we hide behind a line of shrubs that was a pseudo fence around this house. We peek over the shrubs and much to our dismay, those cars were cop cars. They were doing a best checking out the party for underage drinking. Sally and I knew we would be there for a while. Given how many people were at the party, it's going to take a bit for them to check IDs for everyone. We just hope that no one revealed to the police what we were doing. The only luck we had at that moment was that the house that we're sitting in front of, naked, was empty. Their whole house was out of town for the weekend. It's taking a while and we're getting cold. Again, it's October. Sally suggests we cuddle up to keep warm. I hold her close and she says, Damn, are you impervious to the cold or something? I didn't know what she was getting at at first till she motions downward to my still hard cock pressing into her side. No shrinkage that day. I apologize. And she says, it's okay, but ask me to hold her tighter. We pulled each other closer and tighter. And by a hard rod now poking at her abs, it was when I felt a hand around my cock and she starts stroking it. Giving the whole situation, I'm not going to last long. I tell her I'm getting close. She then wraps her lips around my dick, running her tongue across the head. I'm quivering. And just like that, I shoot my load into her mouth. She gulps it down and says, yum. She licks her lips a bit and says, I'd ask if you had a condom, but we're naked, so I hope you're in good with your tongue. She puts her hand on the back of my head and forces my face towards her pussy. I eagerly drive in and start running my tongue up and down the length of her pussy. 
I then take the protruding lips of her pussy between my lips and clamp down gently. I run my tongue up and down her pussy lips that are now in my mouth. Sally lets it out and, oh my God, and wraps her legs around me, running her bare feet across my back. I move on to the clit, wrapping my lips around and stimulating with my tongue. I begin fingering her while my tongue continues to worship her pulsating clit. It doesn't take long before she says, fuck, 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 and she arches her back and comes. She doesn't squirt, but a steady stream of juices roll out from her pussy for a few seconds. I put my face back into her pussy, licking up every drop of juices that I can find. Good Lord, it was delicious. We laid there for a few minutes before we finally come to and realize where we were in the situation. We look over the shrubs and the cops are gone. So we brush ourselves off a bit and run back to the party. Of course, questions start flying. Where did you guys go? We made something up about finding a place to sit behind the house, which they seemed to accept at the time. We got dressed and I took Sally back to my dorm and we fucked until sunrise. A few days later, one of my friends from the fraternity stopped by my dorm and told me he wants to show me something. He put a DVD in my DVD player and pressed play. Shock rose over me when I saw familiar yard. It was a security camera with a clear view of our favorite line of shrubs. Two naked bodies run into the frame and dove behind the shrubs a few seconds later. Well, you know the rest of the story. That's the story for the first time I ever made a sex tape, even if it wasn't intentional. Sally and I dated off and on for the next few years, but we are still friends to this day. And even now, if we're both single, we will sometimes get together, pop in that DVD, and have a lustful night reminiscing about that crazy October encounter. Colby. Hello, Colby. I have to ask, did you ever go streaking with Frank the Tank? You know, up to the quad and to the gymnasium, you know, down Main Street. And was Snoop a loop ever at your fraternity things? <laughs> Sorry, I had to. This whole time I'm reading the story, I, I'm I'm hearing old school in my head. We're going streaking, you know that kind of thing. So sorry, ladies and gentlemen, have you ever had something like this? I honestly can say I've never played beer pong. However, I was on a trip once and. I was sitting at a bar enjoying a whiskey, uh, you know, Winford, with some filthy cherries. And this older gentleman came up to me and some people I was sitting with, and his birthday was that day. And he said, we're not doing beer pong for my birthday. We're doing whiskey pong because we're sophisticated like that. But we can't streak, the captain said. Yes, I was on a cruise. So <laughs> needless to say, I did play. Um, I don't remember what happened. So that should tell you something. I I was already kind of tipsy by the time I got there, feeling pretty good. I didn't have to drive the ship, so why not just make it to my room? But if you were in his shoes, in Colby's shoes, would you have gone through with it, knowing there's a, according to him, small possibility of streaking? Is streaking your thing? Have you ever streaked to the quad, down to the gymnasium? on Main Street with Frank the Tank, and it led to sex somewhere. <laughs> Even if it was the woman that you just met, man you just met, someone that you were sexually attracted to, maybe a group. I would really like to hear that story, especially the whole streaking bit. That fascinates me, though I don't think I'd ever do it. Dear Nikki, 
This is something I've never told anyone. It's been my dirty secret. So I thought that others will know this makes me so wet. But I'm extremely aroused by going to hotel rooms, especially cheaper ones that are used for sexual encounters. Something about being in a hotel room alone makes me wet. I've rented rooms just to think what happened in them before, before I was there. It's even better if I can go over and hear neighboring rooms having sex. But every time I do this, I end up masturbating. It kind of makes me feel pathetic to do it. But I'm aroused by that feeling. The thought that I'm paying for a hotel room to masturbate and rather than the sex like most people do. It's kind of like how I go to campsites to tip people to mock me as I masturbate. I don't fully know why, but it just aroused me more than anything in life. Nicole. Hello, Nicole. Nicole, I have to tell you, I think everybody has this thought in their head when they rent a hotel room, rent a a condo or a house or anything. When we rent something, we think of the people that are coming after us or coming that were there before us. And we're trusting the hotel staff, the the cleaning crew of whoever's hired to clean the place to give a thorough cleaning. But I think in even in some point, we all want to take and see because we when we rent spaces, and we do things, it's, it's kind of like when people question about renting their condo out if they instead of selling it when something is not ours, even when we're teaching a child how to respect our their things, um, when they when someone uses it to buy buy something with their own money, they're lo- more likely to take care of it. Even though they're just renting your space, they may not take care of it as well as if it was their own home. I mean, think of the things that you do away from your home or even in private in your home that nobody knows about. When we go away, it's like we have an alter ego. The alter ego comes out, we're a little more braver, we're, we reach out, we may change our identity a bit, lie about who we are. We might have a little more flirty side. Kind of like what the saying with Vegas, what stays in Vegas, you know, stays in Vegas, stays in Vegas, or whatever it is. But how, well, so what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. There we go. I know you all yelled at me before I got it right. That, that being said, I rented a hotel room. And I think every time I rent a hotel room, I do think of the people that were there before me, and especially the one I was just in that weekend. It was like, um, it was from Sinesta. And if you've ever been to a Sinesta, the, they have larger rooms and they're like tiny apartments. So you have a closed off bedroom and a living room and an actually kitchen or a small kitchenette. And I do. I looked at that table that weekend and I wondered if, because they had four chairs and I thought, God, God, if you had a lazy Susan right there, a woman could sit on it or a man could sit on it and get blowjobs or get and eat out throughout the room, you know, just spin him around or spin her around, spin, spin, spin. Or, and I looked at that couch and I looked at the chair and I looked at the coffee table and then I went to the bedroom and I'm like, and I looked at all the surfaces in there and I'm thinking, wow, this could be a really sex pad for a weekend. Just close the door and call in Chinese takeout, eat it from the bed. There you go. But I think we all do. Now, I've never rented a room just to go masturbate. But I will admit that I have put up, you know, like as a kid, you know, you put the glass up to the wall to hear um, the next room to see if they're fucking. I have done that. I can honestly say on one hand, I've had a neighbor that was loud. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to fuck on vacation, let everybody know. You might be making somebody else's day. 
you would be mine. There's nothing hotter than hearing somebody come to hearing somebody masturbate or fuck, you know, just think while you're fucking and you're letting the other person know on the other wall, even if you don't know if somebody's there, you could be making their night with one of the best orgasms ever. So why not? Orgasms make everybody happy, don't they? I know they do me. So let everybody know you're having a bit of fun. Dear Nikki, I had anal sex with women and wondered why some enjoy it so much. My first experiments with anal sex was with a tapered candle. I was surprised that it went in without major pain and felt so good. I bought a dildo for my wife, but she didn't want it. It stayed at the bedside table unused for a while. I got home from work early one day and tried it on myself. I lubed it up well and took my time pushing it in and found I loved the feeling of that dildo in my ass. I continued to use it when I could, but decided to try the next level. I checked the Craigslist ads for women interested in using a strap-on on a man. I finally connected with a lesbian who agreed to meet me at a local hotel. We met. She pulled several different sizes out of her handbag. Some were the same size as the toy I'd been using. One was much bigger. She bit me over and started using the smaller toys on me without the strap. They went in fairly easy, so I asked her to use the big one. She put on her strap and lay on the bed. I restraddled her reverse cowgirl and lowered my ass onto that big purple dildo. I bought the wrong kind of lube, so she had to continually lube the shaft, but I eventually got it all in. She watched my ass expand as it went in. She then had me lie on my back with my legs on her shoulders. Again, it took a while for that big purple dildo to get all the way in my tight ass, but I took all of it. I could feel her shudder when her crotch hit against my ass. We got up from that position and I bent over the sofa. I asked her to use the smaller dildo to pound me. Her strap broke at that point and our session ended. She has since moved out of town, but I love the feeling of having my ass filled. I list as straight for this, but now I know I'm bi with a leaning more towards gay. Alan. Hello, Alan. First of all, kudos to you for trying something new. As I said earlier, that actually arouses me when I hear somebody reaching outside their boundaries, their box, and exploring their sex. That is amazingly erotic to me. Not that I would be into something that necessarily everything that everybody tells me, but it's still very amazing to me. Kind of like the the blind guy in the box, you know, cock and ball torture I told you about. Absolutely not. Though I did accidentally, I didn't realize, made a old ex into that. That's a story from another time, or I probably have told it. And I don't remember. If I haven't, let me know. Okay, here's the thing. And if we're going to talk about boxes, which I absolutely hate, if we're talking about gay, straight, or bi, I honestly, with all the information you've given me here, Alan, I would call you just explorative, that you're exploring your sexual likes. Just because you like anal doesn't make you necessarily bi and doesn't necessarily make you gay. When somebody is exploring anal sex, a man, let's say, and he says, does this make me bi? And I'm like, well, no, it makes you explorative. It doesn't make you bi or gay. You know, usually it's, does this make me gay? And I'm like, well, do you want to run to the nearest bar and see if you can have romantic feelings for somebody, a man? And he says, if they say no, then I'm like, well, then you're not gay. It just makes you explorative. Um, Bi would put you into exploring 
a male cock. You're just exploring with toys right now. So if you are wanting to add that element or explore to actually a physical cock, could it put you in bi? Yeah, again, not necessarily. It still makes you explorative. Bi is when you really like the male sex, like male sex, you want to have male sex. And gay for me means romantic gay sex or possible of a gay relationship. So again, these are my definitions and what I would call, but not necessarily everybody's. But again, doesn't really matter. Enjoy your sex. If you bring a partner into it and it's consensual, enjoy the sex. Who cares? Why do we always want to be a Walmart? Why do we all want to? I I mean, I get it. Don't get me wrong. We all want to feel appreciated and we all want to feel like we have a tribe. And it's really nice to know when we find our tribe that yes, this is where I belong. They like some of the same similar things I do, maybe a little differently, but this is where I belong. But again, I guess coming from me, that's always bounced to the beat of her own drum and not given a damn. And if I genuinely like something and everybody else likes it, then hey, that's cool too. Do we really need a Walmart? You know, I mean, it does have a website. Have we all seen the people Walmart website? I mean, really? Come on now. So (laughs) don't be a Walmart. It's not all start shopping. Just enjoy your sex, explore your boundaries. And again, the only thing that matters in that moment is the consent that if the person in the room or the inanimate object, if it gives consent, I guess it really can't. But again, that's all that really matters. Just have fun. Take the labels off and explore. That's what it's about. As long as it doesn't hurt anybody else and everybody's consenting, who the fuck cares? Enjoy, Alan. Explore, reach out, and enjoy the ride. That's what I say. And everybody else, you do the same. And if you're exploring your boundaries, pushing them a bit, let me know. I really want to hear about them. Dear game. my now wife and I are in our 30s. We have a semi-open relationship. Since we officially became a couple when we were in college, we only have one rule, and that is if one of us wants to hook up with someone else that they tell the other beforehand. This has worked out well, and quite frankly, hasn't been used all that much because we usually ending up having a three-way. Anyway, about eight years ago, I decided to go back to school to earn a second degree, not to help me professionally, mind you, just because. I only had a couple in-person classes in the first year, but one of them was in medieval lit, and one of my classmates was a senior at a nearby high school named Michelle. Michelle was around 5'2", shoulder-length black hair, teacup-sized breast, and Asian descent. She was quite cute, as you can probably imagine, very sweet and charming. Once I had a chance to talk to her before class, I was smitten. We became quick friends, and when the semester ended, we kept in touch. I told my wife about her and that I thought she might be into women, but wasn't sure. She suggested that I invite her to our annual 4th of July pool party. I sent her an invite, and she excitedly responded that she wouldn't miss it. So it's the 4th, and everyone is partying it up in our backyard. Water is sposhing grill is going and people are drinking and having a good time. Michelle then shows up, immediately comes over and gives me a hug. I introduce her to the wife and we all chatted for a bit before Michelle asked if there was a place she could change into her bikini. I pointed her to the bathroom and a few minutes later she called for me to help her tie her bikini. The wife and I smiled at each other and went off. I walked into the bathroom and surprise, surprise, there was Michelle, naked, sitting on the counter. I guess she's into women, I thought as I approached her. She said nothing as I slid my body between her legs and leaned down and kissed her. She let out a soft moan. You have no idea how long I've waited for this. 
she said. Probably not as long as me. I replied as I kissed her again as she spread her legs wider, my hands sliding behind as I squeezed her tight, teen ass. I then stopped and grabbed her hand and guided her to the adjoining bedroom. She hopped right onto the bed as I followed behind, slipping off my clothes to match her nakedness. We continued to kiss. She was an amazing kisser, soft and delicate, and then suddenly firm and bit rough. I loved it. I couldn't stand it anymore, though. I had to taste her, so I pushed her up against the headrest. My tongue traced down her body, taking time to suck and nibble on her now rock-hard nipples, before eventually diving between her gash. Her pussy tasted like heaven. So sweet. And I wanted more, so I pulled her closer, pushing my tongue deeper. One hand wrapped around her supple body to massage her clit at the same time. I could feel it pulsating as I gently rubbed circles around it. Looking up into her eyes, I could tell she was about to come. So I kept doing what I was doing until her body started to shake, her hands covering her mouth to mute her screams. She slunk down on the bed and signaled me to crawl up and sit on her face. I guess she didn't have the energy to get up, so I obliged and started to grind on her face. As a good of a kisser she was, she was even better at licking pussy. I grabbed my own breast, squeezing and pinching my nipples, moaning softly as I looked up to see my wife standing in the doorway, big smile on her face as I made a come-hither gesture to her. Michelle continued to eat me out as my wife crawled up and slid between her legs and started to eat her out too. Michelle screamed inside me as her tongue and fingers entered her. I ended up coming soon after this and climbed off Michelle's juice-covered face, a big smile across it, as well as my wife, and continued to eat her out. I should probably get back to the party, I said with a giggle, as I kissed them both and said I'd see them both later. We and Michelle still hook up on a regular basis. Sometimes it's one-on-one, but usually it's a three-way, just like on that faithful 4th of July. Kristen. Hello, Kristen. How are we? I have to admit, this was completely hot. And I have to ask, ladies and gentlemen, if you were in Kristen's shoes and had an open relationship, would you? And if your lover, partner, or spouse, whatever we're calling them, entered the room, would you want them to watch and get really wet, really hard? Would you want them to join in like Kristen did? And would you make it a regular occasion? Or would it just be every now and then? Hmm. I'm kind of liking, you know, the three-way between the three of them. Somehow I found three of them in this instance, maybe it's because of the dynamic and how it happened, hotter than just two of them. I mean, it's very sexy as hell that she hooks up with her every now and then. But the thought of bringing her wife in, and it could very well be that I'm channeling Darcy here and thinking of three women erotically making out, having sex and getting each other off. That happens when I talk to him. We go over show notes. So I could be channeling him. And I know he had fun with the story. This was definitely, but what guy wouldn't, right, ladies? <laughs> I think this is a wonderful place to stop today. I want to thank you again for joining me. If you have any erotic confessions, teasers, fantasies, questions, anything else, you can always send them to Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com. You can also send them anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. Don't forget, I love receiving postcards. Got one in the mail this past weekend. 
Wonderful. I love hearing from you, even if it's not signed. Thank you to whoever you are. You can send them to 1750 Jefferson Street, box number 104674, Jefferson City, Missouri, 65109. You can also find it in the show notes or email me. I'll give it to you there too. It's not a big deal. Hello, Antarctica. I'm talking to you. Don't forget to go vote for me at the ASN Lifestyle Magazine Awards. I'm going to be there, you know, for Best Adult Podcast and Best Adult Industry Podcast. You can vote every 24 hours. Voting ends July 31st. Don't forget $5 a month on patreon.com forward slash in bed with Nikki gets you early access to this show and a new show every Friday. It's very more relaxed than this is and an occasional surprise by me patreon.com forward slash in bed with Nikki. And in closing, let me go down on you as I blindfold you, kissing my way from your lips, down your torso, to your inner thighs, teasing you with my hot breath and my tongue, maybe even a few little nibbles across the thighs, spread you open a bit wider, and taking my first long lick across your sex. Would you let me? I really want to know. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, bye for now.